Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gay Men Going Deeper. This is a podcast by the Gay Men's Brotherhood, where we talk about personal development, mental health, and sexuality. We are your hosts. Today, we have Matt Lensadal. He is an intuitive life and spiritual coach and counselor, focusing on healing and empowerment. We also have Reno Johnston, who is a life coach, business consultant, and director of marketing for the Body Electric School. And then there's me. I am Michael Diario. I'm a life and wellness coach specializing in sexuality, relationships, and self-confidence. We each have our own coaching practices, but in this podcast, we're sharing all of our best stuff. And today we are talking about expressing your femininity. This is uh, a continuation uh, of an episode we did last week on expressing your masculinity. So I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. So what we'll be talking about today is what we consider feminine, um, how our unique expression of femininity has evolved, and then finding that beautiful balance between the inner masculine and inner feminine. All right, so uh, we also want you guys to join us at uh, continuing this, this discussion at the end of each month in the Gay Men's Brotherhood Zoom Hangout. This is where we give you guys a chance to share your own thoughts on the topics that we discuss here. So to join us, go to uh, the Facebook group and check out the events tab. And it's the Gay Men's Brotherhood Facebook group. All right. Please remember that this podcast and YouTube channel are listener and viewer supported. So if you enjoy what we're creating here, please support us by making a donation using the link in the show notes. You could also subscribe to get early access to episodes on Apple Podcasts. All of your support helps us to continue making amazing content and supporting our beautiful community. So we thank you in advance. And finally, if you want to accelerate your personal development journey, please check out our coaching collection. It includes two courses, Healing Your Shame and Building Better Relationships, and over 45 premium personal development coaching videos on topics like body positivity, relationships, self-confidence, and community. So head over to gaymengoingdeeper.com for more info. All right, let's jump in. So today we're talking about expressing your femininity. So I want to just do a little recap. First of all, again, go back and listen to the one we did last time. Matt did a beautiful intro um, about the differences between sex and gender and, and, and energy. So just to recap, regardless of your sex or your gender identity, we all have both masculine and feminine energies. And that's what we're going to be talking about here today. So the masculine and the feminine go together. They nourish each other. And that duality is needed to create anything in the world. And in fact, you see it in nature, you see it in everything, right? So everything has a masculine and a feminine. So at the macro level, I like to start big and bring it down to personal. Um, at the macro level, you know, one of the consequences of our sociology being very male dominated is that historically the feminine has been very much disrespected. Uh, and this is a consequence of being dominated by a patriarchal society, which in my opinion, this is me speaking for me here, uh, as a species, we've kind of lost our way. Uh, we've lost our balance. And that is why there's been things like colonialism, exploitation of the Earth's resources, the climate crisis, humanitarian crisis, and so on. So we can see that being out of balance wrecks havoc. So let's bring it down to the personal now. That same out of balanceness can create havoc in your own personal life, right? Um, so today we're focusing on that personal level. That's what we'll, we'll be talking about today. But because we exist in that patriarchal, patriarchal society, it's very easy for us as men, for those of you who are listening who are men, who identify as men, to emphasize our masculine energy at the expense of the feminine. We kind of put one to the front and repress the other. 
It's very easy to do that. Socialized to be manly, masculine, whatever that means. And even historically, uh, the gays reward masculinity in, in many ways, though I want to acknowledge that it's changing uh, for the better. So a lot of times we can consider our feminine aspects, which we all have, those feminine energies, either unwanted or even bad. Uh, so today it's really about acknowledging that inner feminine divine energy within you and really bringing it to the forefront and honoring it. Uh, at the end of the day, it's not about one being better than the other. The, the ideal space is this beautiful balance, the yin and the yang. They need each other to survive. Without each other, they both go way off in, into you know woundedness or toxicity, whatever word you want to use. Um, so yeah, we're going to be shining a light on, on the feminine today. Um, so to help understand what that means, what I'm talking about, what I'm saying, feminine energy, I have a whole lot of words, um, that I'm going to just rhyme off. And so this can help spark the discussion. Okay. So a feminine energy in its balanced form is intuitive, sensitive, collaborative, sensual, emotional, empathetic, compassionate, supportive, generous, vulnerable, trusting, open, creative, and nurturing. Mm. Okay. And then out of balance, like an excess, excessive feminine, like the wounded feminine, as we might say, could be things like manipulative, insecure, seeking external validation, overly critical, uh, can't control their emotions, maybe very clingy, codependence, a lack of self-control, lack of self-discipline, oversharing, overbearing, uh, people-pleasing, that is sacrificing yourself to please others and prioritizing others. It's almost too giving where you're leaking your energy. And then a powerlessness. So that's a victim mentality. Okay. Mm -hmm. So hopefully these words can, can start to like get your wheels turning guys uh, for the first question, which is what aspects of yourself do you consider feminine? And for this one, we'll start with Matt. Okay. The first thing that came through is my smile <laughs> because <laughs> I find that when I'm smiling, I'm open and I'm tender and I'm uh, receptive and I'm joyful and I'm playful. So I feel like my smile is probably, yeah, and inviting something, something. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel like when I'm smiling, I'm inviting people in. You know what I mean? The masculine part of me is more stoic. It's like, stay back, right? And so there's that. Um, and there was a word, so I had some words down here, but when you shared, there was a word that actually really hit, some, hit a chord for me in, in, in a good way. It was the word collaborative. And, you know, I've, I've had some major, major growth in business and, um, and marketing for my business. I now am very, very feminine in the, in the way that I market, I attract and I, I, I'm magnetic in my work. I don't, I don't push, I don't force, I don't, I don't do, I don't sell like that's, and, and I'm, I'm flourishing. So I, I, I love this because it's way less effort, um, but one important lesson that I learned is the importance of growth in collaboration, co-creation and community. And I've learned this from working with you guys and, and my other business and how I used to view everyone around me as a competitor. If they were in my field and they were offering similar services, they were my competitor. And I 
So what I learned though, is that, and this is from me activating my feminine, is that through jumping on a, a podcast and, and sharing wisdom with people who are doing the same work as, as me, their audience gets to meet me and my audience gets to meet them. And we cross pollinate. Right. So for me, that is a really important part of it and a huge learning that I've had. And that's led to humility. So I think that's that's probably one that that I would say humility is a, has been um, an aspect that I consider feminine in myself. Um, compassionate. I, I'm a very compassionate person. I've always been like this ever since I was a little boy. Like I could see someone hurting or or feel somebody hurting and I would feel the need to want to do something about it. Right. And I see compassion as that, like it's, it's very much wanting to take action to support somebody. So we feel empathy and which I also see as a feminine quality. And then compassion is I want to do something about the empathy that I'm feeling. Right. So for me, compassion is a huge part of, of my life. Um, empathic, different than empathy, but in the sense that um, I feel people, I feel people's emotions and I'm an intuitive. So these are very much a big part of my feminine and um, my, my skill set, my metaphysical skill set has increased exponentially since I've connected with my feminine. Cause that is, that is where it originates from within me is um, the, the sensitive um, intuitive and empathic person in me is, is my feminine. It's connected directly to nature, to mother nature, which is a feminine quality. Um, and playful. Yeah, I see myself as a very playful person. I'm learning how to bring this out more though, because I want to share this more with people. I am a very playful person and um, I don't share it with many people. So I'm learning how to feel safe in sharing that. And that comes from the wounding, the masculine, that patriarchal system saying, don't be too playful because then you'll be seen as, you know, whatever um, the messaging is there. So I'm letting go of that messaging. And then the last thing I wrote down was nurturing. I, I just, I, I'm a very nurturing person. I want to nurture people and make them feel good. And, uh, and I think that's kind of like that. My mother's very much like that. She's like very, um, very generous and very like wanting to, to always, you know, give and do for people. So I think that's where it comes from within me. Yeah. Thank you. What about you, Mr. Mm. Reno? Yeah. Um, intuitive, mm -hmm. intuitive, um, caring, nurturing, nourishing, magnetizing, mm. radiating, flowing, um, creating, birthing, bearing, not overbearing, um, Playing, feeding. Um, hmm. um, yeah, these are all words I think that immediately come to mind when I think of the aspects of the feminine. Um, and the big one that was mentioned a couple of times in this conversation, and like my heart just like gushes, my body opens and lights up and kind of um emanates when I say this, but it's it's like nature, it's earth, like mother earth, you know. Um huge, huge, huge example to me of of you know the beautiful feminine and it's like
full expression. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll probably leave it there. Yeah. Beautiful. I, yeah. What about you, Michael? Yeah, I think I think we need to talk about that the the whole Mother Earth thing, right? Like, what else out there has given us as a species more and asked for nothing in return, mm -hmm. right? It's just giving, 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 giving to the point where we exploit it, and uh, the consequences of that are, I mean, we're living it. But yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing, and that's that's definitely one of the ways. One of my more um, same to you guys, like I guess you want to call it a feminine aspect, is I'm very much connected to to nature um i think i've told you like i i weep when i see people cutting down like big giant trees like it actually like hurts me like i feel the pain and like you know it just it, it really it really bothers me um yeah so that's definitely a big one um i would say another one that that i express it or aspects of me that i consider feminine are uh, creativity um I didn't ever used to think I was creative because I wasn't like artistically creative in those like traditional senses or musically creative, but I love to create. Um, I love to create content. I love to create courses. I love to create experiences. So in that way, I really do enjoy creating, especially experiences. I think that's probably my favorite. Um, another one would be sensitive. Um, you, you may not believe that, because I don't, I don't think it comes across, but I am actually quite sensitive. Um, and I used to hate that part of me because it was told to me like it was a bad thing. Like, oh, Michael, you're being too sensitive, right? That's what I was told as a child. Don't be so sensitive, that kind of thing. Um, but now I've come to realize, and I know Matt can talk a lot about this, that, that the sensitivity is definitely a, a good thing and it's a strength when I could heal it and, and when I can use it in a way that it is. So I would say that is definitely part of me that, that I consider feminine. And then finally, playful. Same, same as you guys. I think we're similar in that way. I, I love play. I, I let my inner child come out. And even though I'm a grown ass man, it doesn't, people say, oh, you don't seem like a grown ass man. I'm like, that's right. And I take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are, those are some of mine. Oh, and I guess I want to answer this also from a physical perspective. Um, I think the way I've moved my hips can be very feminine. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you know, we, we're not supposed to move. I'm saying we, as a, as a like Canadian white <laughs> male, uh, don't typically move our hips in that way, but I love moving my hips and I love shaking my torso in that way. Um, yeah. So that's, that's one aspect of me that I would say physically might be a feminine expression. Mm. We're quite right. similar, right? Like the three of us in, in that <laughs> sense. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say that actually I've got to experience both of your guys' sensitivity and I think it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. I'm, I'm so drawn to sensitivity in other people. Um, it's just kind of like such a finely attuned and perceptive. It's like a sense, right? And like, like who doesn't want to be around that? Right. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's so beautiful. So it's one of my favorite spaces to occupy. And I feel really grateful when I feel safe enough, whether that's a reflection of what's happening around me and the environment I'm in or my internal environment. Um, but when I feel safe enough to like be in in this that space of sensitivity and even receptivity as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I notice too when I'm in that more feminine receptive space, if if the environment or the person I'm engaging with doesn't feel like if I don't feel safe with them, yeah. um, I clench, I contract. 
right? Um, but once I once that safety is present, it's like I open and I'm relaxed and I'm I'm actually receptive, like I'm drawing you in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Everything you're sharing, Reno, in the in the last episode we recorded and this one, it's like such a perfect segue into like what I'm, you know, it's bringing up things for me. So the word safety is like such a powerful word for where I'm at right now. Like, you know, I've shared in previous episodes, I'm navigating a lot of fear, right? Well, what's the opposite of fear is feeling safe. So I'm like learning like what actually causes fear for me and then learning how to restore safety in that area. And for me, one of the areas that I don't feel safe is sharing my femininity. And I kind of had this vision when you were when you were talking of like, this like, little part of me that is sense that is feminine, like kind of sitting in this corner and has been shamed and scolded by me. And like, you know, like locked away. And I feel kind of sad even just like sharing this because it's like, I you know, and the question is, how has my expression of femininity evolved? Well, I'm learning how to allow maybe give that part of me space inside myself and like you know the story that I shared in the masculinity episode about you know the fitness coach and all of that that's that's a perfect example like it's like I'm not going to continue to shame that and scold that that wounded feminine aspect of me I'm gonna I'm gonna be its ally you know what I mean and uh in me being its ally I'm gonna give other people permission to be an ally for their inner feminine. And, um, you know, I think that's part of leadership and that's part of being a pioneer. So I think there's just a, a stronger sense of security in that. I still have a lot of work to do in this area because my, my instinct and my default is to not share that part of me and to hold it in. So I'm learning how to, you know, this whole episode's about expression, expressing, I'm learning how to express, I'm learning how to share that part of me uh, in in a way that you know is still allowing me to maintain safety um because this we're not living in a safe world where it's okay to share your femininity like you can be attacked or you know I, I do notice when i have expressions or or i see other other like see men who have like a wounded masculine witnessing um you know, for example i've had a few friends that are pretty flamboyant and outwardly gay. And I walk down the street with them and I watch people react to them. And I'm, I'm always doing that with everybody. I'm like always watching how people react to people. And I, I'm like a little sociologist. And, uh, and it's just fascinating, like how angry men can get when they see the expression of femininity in, in another. And yeah, it's, it can be very triggering. Um, so yeah, but I guess the, uh, I'm finding myself to be more comfortable um more playful that's that, that this is this is like such a, a perfect word for like how i'm feeling lately i am feeling more playful and i'm noticing um this part of me is coming out and i'm very playful when i'm in nature um more flexible and flowing and i think you you two probably have experienced this in me probably more so michael because we work so strongly in the business aspect of things and you were able to witness me when i first came in actually both of you guys were able to i was very like controlling and and I didn't know how to flow and be flexible because you know I was I was obviously had some trauma that I had to do some healing around um which a lot of that trauma probably was me shaming and rejecting my feminine right and um so yeah and also less afraid to be who I am 
um, because now that I'm allowing my feminine to express itself, that's 50% of me that gets to come online and express who I am, right? So it's like I'm feeling integrated and embodied in being able to share all parts of, of myself. Um, so that is a really, really nice uh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I have an observation to make for, for both sure. of you, actually, yeah. in a way, in a way that I, I perceive you both to express your feminine energy. And I don't think either of you mentioned it. Um, the way you move uh, and mm. dance. Um, I mean, I've seen Reno on his socials yeah. and he, he just flows <laughs> and you have such a beautiful flow about your rhythm that just is very beautiful. And Matt, I know you uh, dance as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that, that maybe is another one that you guys both share. Yeah, I think so too, for sure. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's talk about how your expression of femininity, I have a hard time with that word, femininity has evolved over time. Did did Reno answer the question? Right. <laughs> so, no, you did. You just did. So we actually segued into Oh, okay, it. we just segued right into it. Okay, just yeah, so the viewer and listener know, that's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Matt just answered it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So how how has my expression of femininity evolved? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you use words like manipulative or um, like, yeah, when I, when I think of how it's evolved, I think previously I was more manipulative. I was, um, let's say passive aggressive. I was overgiving, oversharing, overbearing, um, you know, definitely that word victimized, you know, victimized comes up. There were a lot of beautiful words used in the beginning, Michael. Um, and I connected to all of those. And I think that that they were a manifestation of this sense that like, that's how I was able to acquire or experience love, safety, belonging, you know, to actually to have my needs met. It was like, oh, this is how that needs to 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 happen, um, and and in sort of this like covert way versus this like overt you know clear um, secure way, and I think over time as I've spent time engaging and interacting with let's say that that aspect that feminine aspect of my expression, and and loving it and cultivating an inner safety and an inner security, it has, as a result, started to nourishing it, nurturing it. It, as a result, has started to kind of blossom and radiate mm-hmm. and grow. Um, and and so now what I notice is I'm, you know, I'm less manipulative and I'm more just like more clear and more responsive. I'm not, I'm not passive aggressive. I just, you know, I'm expressive. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily overgiving. I'm, I'm just, I'm simply giving what's there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sharing what's available. And, and as far as overbearing, you know, I can actually, this one's interesting because what I've seen from the, let's say the, the more feminine oriented and, and, coincidentally female body people in my life, i.e. my mother and my grandma, was that there were times where they were embodying some of those former qualities that I mentioned. Um, so they would sort of 
create a, a space that was really comfortable, right? It's like all the snacks are there, all the food is there. It's really safe. It's really cozy. I'll take care of you. Just don't leave home, you know, just don't go out into the world. And, um, and so in a way, like, that's a form of, in a subtle way, um, it's it's a form of manipulation. And I can see where I was engaged in that, like really wanting to just like hold um, and overbear. And now there's sort of more space for everything to just kind of move because I'm more secure in my being, in my body. Um, so I think that's how it's evolved. Also, I move for me now, like, Yes, I'm aware of my surroundings and the way that men and people in general actually respond to my sensuality and my sexuality and my radiance and my beauty. Like I'm aware of the magic that happens when someone is like beholding all of this. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, it's not like it's not for them in the way that it used to be. Now I'm moving because like I can't help myself. I'm radiating and creating and in this space because I can't, because it can't be helped, you know, not because I'm trying to get something or manipulate someone or seduce someone or something like that. It's more like, this is how I do. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I would say those are, yeah, those are some of the ways my expression of femininity has evolved. Yeah. Uh, beautiful answers guys. Both yeah, very I love that. inspiring. <clears throat> um yeah so i was thinking as you're speaking reno i had a story i want to share quickly i think i've shared it before but it's worth sharing again so the question is how has your expression of femininity evolved i want to give you um a story about the first time i ever even remember expressing my femininity not that i knew that that's what i was doing i remember i was i had just come out of the shower i must have been about uh, eight years old or something like that i had just come out of the shower and I had a bath towel towel wrapped around me, but I had it wrapped around me like from the chest up, like, like <laughs> my mother would, not yeah. from the waist down. And I was, I had the bath towel around me and I was um, singing and dancing to Madonna, who was very popular at the time, uh, in the mirror. And I was just like, la la la, doing my thing. And my dad, unbeknownst to me, was came into the room and he saw me. Not a word was spoken. He just looked at me. And I knew from that face that what I was doing was a no-no. You don't have to say a word. I just knew, oh, don't do that anymore. So I, I put that away. And I put that away for a long, long time. So, which I think is ironic, because as I think about this now, I'm like, we are an Italian family. We are like the most expressive people, like with our hands and our words and our reactions and such. But the dancing, apparently, in my family was a no-no. So I just wanted to share that. Uh, and, and, and my work has really been allowing that part of me to come out again uh, and, and really be okay. And now I do very much so. So mm. little story there. Okay. How has your expression of femininity evolved? There's two, two ways in particular that I want to uh, bring voice to. Uh, one very similar to Matt and, and Matt, I think you've been part of my journey on this specifically is surrender. Mm. Um, going from a very deep need to control, which is a more of a masculine energy, to learning when to surrender, right? Yeah. And Matt has been there 
for me on several of my my moments. So I thank you for for that. But yeah, I, I used to be very much a, a do, 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 just do, do, do until it's done. Like just burn myself out, get it done, bulldoze my way through at like whatever the expenses to myself, to others, just get it done. Uh, very, very much that energy. Um, not knowing when to sit back and relax and, and just kind of let it be. So that's that's definitely been over the last, I'd say, few years, a big part of my journey. Uh, now I know what to surrender, like surrender the things I can't control. I know when to sit back, relax and enjoy. I know when, like I kind of tell myself, okay, this is what I can do in this moment. That's good. We're good. We're done. We're going to just take a break. We're going to go offline. We're going to just do something else. We're going to play, right? I, I don't do anymore. I balance the do and the play. Work hard, play hard. Used to be work hard, period. Um, so in that sense, the surrender, it, it's still hard for me to do. And I still catch myself going into that phase where like, I just want to do, do, do. Um, but yeah, and similar to you, Matt, with, with the business aspect, it has been incredibly counterintuitive <laughs> from what I was taught about marketing. When yes, you have to put yourself out there and do the things, yes, but but to a limit, right? And now things just are sort of happening. I'm like, where is this coming from? It's amazing how that happens, but it's just by getting into the energy of attracting, which is really yeah. something you control, like you radiate that outwards versus like trying to like sell and like cajole people into like working with me. It's very, very yeah. beautiful change. Mm. Um and then, and the last thing is intuition. So I I didn't give any any kind of thought to my intuition uh, when I was younger. And so it's definitely an aspect of myself that I've um, awoken over the last, let's say, I don't know, 10 years or so, five, 10 years. So now like nurturing it, acknowledging I have it, nurturing it, listening to it, that was the thing. I always had, it was always kind of talking at me or feeling its way through me. I was like, no, 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 that's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. That was very, very old programming of mine. Like that stuff doesn't make sense. It's not, nothing tangible. I can't see it, hear it, taste it, smell it. Um, if it didn't make sense, I didn't listen to it. But now I know, I like this happens to me all the time. I'm like, I don't know why I just need to do this. Or I don't know why I just need to go there. I don't know why, but this is what this is telling me. And it goes against everything I would normally do or logically do. But I tell you guys, it serves me 100% of the time when I listen mm -hmm. to that intuition. So now I know that this is such a beautiful aspect of me that is intuitive and doesn't doesn't necessarily need to have logic. Um, mm. and letting that guide me in instances has been very much part of my, uh, growth in, in developing that feminine side of me. Mm. Wow. Can I, can I add a couple of things? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. Like this, oh my God, this conversation is just like so rich. Um, <laughs> I, love, yeah. I love everything you shared. Yeah. And something I'm noticing is like in my own I I perceive there to be sort of within each person like a leading orientation. Mm. You know, some people are maybe more predominantly in that sort of masculine expression, and some are more predominantly in the feminine. And what I'm noticing in, in my body right now and in my experience is that I actually love being in this feminine space. It's like it's mm -hmm. like for me. Um, and I really relate to what you said earlier about that look that you got when you had the towel mm -hmm. in your chest, you know, it's like, I feel like that, that story is, is sort of a, like, and, and the idea of that look is like something that we're constantly experiencing in some way, shape or form or another. And I would say, particularly when, when we're, when we're in our feminine and I, and I might even say too, that, that the masculine 
in 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 its own way is experiencing that that same shame you know and and that's a you know that's a, a sort of larger conversation um but the there was there was another thing i wanted to say uh you were talking about business and 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 surrender and something that i've noticed as well in my own world now and it applies in business but it also applies to relationships and just my life at large is that there was this period where everything that I did from, let's say, the insecure masculine and the insecure feminine kind of gradually and then like in a big way started to die. And what emerged was this, this like secure version and expression of masculinity and femininity. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing about the feminine expression is like yeah i'm like i'm not really chasing anything now and it's all just kind of like flowing in you know i'm radiating my my natural authentic secure way of being in the world um and it could be like dancing like me just like in my bliss like on the dance floor or something and then people are just coming up to me you know and they're like approaching me and engaging with me or me just like living my best life and bearing the fruit that is like the wisdom I've, I've acquired as a result of, you know, living my best life. And people are coming up to me and they're saying, hey, like, you know, I'd, like, I'd love to work with you. You know, I'd love to like hire you. What does that look like? And I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, okay. Like, <laughs> it's just so much easier now. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah, I really felt like sharing that because I, I so mm -hmm. relate to what you're all sharing it's been mm -hmm. wonderful to see our our evolution in in these ways. Yeah, you bring up such a good point, Reno, that it's not just in business, but it is personal as well. Like it's the same thing. Like instead of trying to like get people to like you or try to like perform for their approval and acceptance, it's so yeah. much better when you can just be who you are. And you have to trust this process, but it just take time. But that yes, people will naturally just draw. Like the right people, the right people will naturally come to you and be drawn to you, uh, mm -hmm. not just in the business sense, but even in the dating or friendship or any sense, really. Mm -hmm. And I think the feminine is trusting too. Yeah. Use that word. I I really do feel like the feminine is a is a trusting energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, re the reason I thought of that, because I was literally out last night on a dance floor and there was a perfect example. There's this, there's this person who was just dancing in a very flowing, lovely, beautiful way, seemed to just be very much in their element, very much what I would imagine you, you know, on a dance floor. Like, that's exactly what I would imagine. And then, you know, surrounded by people who were like, looked the part, like just looked like all the good things, like what you'd quote unquote want to see. But my my eyes and everyone's eyes was drawn to this person in this beautiful expression of themselves, not necessarily the the pretty one that kind of looked the part. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I feel that. <clears throat> I love that so much. Your your story about the towel it brought up like some stuff for me, and it just made me feel like oh my god, like I just had so much love for you, and for the part of me that also wanted that expression, and for all the young boys out there that were just expressing their most authentic part in that moment gay straight doesn't matter and then they get shamed for having that expression and that's why people on the dance floor mm -hmm. dance the way that they think other people want them to dance right yeah. so when we can liberate ourselves from that and this is the next question right like how do we find the right balance between our inner masculine and feminine 
I think it's that we have to get clear about the ways in which we're imbalanced and the ways yes. that we were pro the ways that we were programmed to be imbalanced. So for me, that's the divine, that's the the wounded masculine, the wounded feminine. We need to really explore that. That's the shadow aspects of us. And I say, go for it, you know, shine the light on those shadows and get, and the light is your curiosity and use that to expose the parts of you that are, that are feeling like, oh, I'm shaming this person for dancing on the dance floor. Well, because I got shamed, right? Not saying that you were doing this, Michael, but like, that's what, uh, that's what would happen to most people. We get shamed for showing up a certain way. We shut that part of ourselves off when we see someone else free and liberated to share that part of themselves, we get activated because it's like, well, wait a minute, I'm not free. So why should they be free? And that's when we shame them. And that's when we hurl shame at people, right? Because we've been shamed. So I just think that's really important to note. Um, so for me, that process has been like, I've had to change how I view myself. I've had to alter my self-concept and I've had to embrace the shadow sides of myself and the parts of me that want to jump up and dance and, and be feminine like I've had to let those parts of me out of the closet and and you know forward to come and, and celebrate all of who I am um so and and then um you know this whole this whole this whole process for me has been well I started I started it consciously when I moved to Asia so that's been four years four and a half years now and I just like whatever a few months ago, I recorded the the balancing your masculine and feminine. I wanted to record this for years, right? And I finally got to the place where I could transmit the energy of my transformation because I'm a firm believer everything is transmission and energy. And I can't teach something unless I'm actually embodying the energy of that. So the, the guided meditation that I created is this. It's literally how to create balance between the left side, the feminine side, and the right side, the masculine side of our being and incorporating and bringing them together. Um, so it's it's a lot of conscious work. It's a lot of deconditioning and uh, it's grieving. A lot of, for me, a lot of it was grieving. And, uh, and now I'm also finding myself in a lot of sadness around like, man, think of all the beautiful experiences that I missed out on because I wasn't soft enough to receive or I wasn't open enough to receive because I, I wasn't I wasn't uh connecting with that feminine part of me so I've since I'm, I'm letting that go now though because there's no point in focusing on what I didn't get it's like now I'm opening up and I'm I'm learning how to receive and I'm connecting to this feminine part of me and my whole world is changing and uh, so I want to invite people into that space, um, both, you know, in all aspects, physiologically, psychologically, and energetically, like, come on in, it feels good to be in this space where you can accept yourself in the totality of who you are and not have to be buying into these, uh, these owner manuals that we've been sold by the patriarchy. We don't need them anymore. Like ditch that owner's manual and create your own because yeah. it, it feels good when you liberate. Yeah. Well said, Matt. I love that. Yeah. 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 Thank you. How about you, Reno? How do you find that balance between the inner masculine and inner feminine? Hmm. I'm still just like basking in everything Matt just said. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Well, the first thing that came up was Earlier, I talked about like 
you know, manipulation and passive aggression and overgiving, oversharing, overbearing, you know, being victimized. I, I think ultimately, you know, these, and, and then and then dominance and assertion of power and force and control. And, you know, I, I think about the sort of shadow or insecure aspects of the, the masculine and feminine expression. And what makes sense to me is that when we bring our conscious awareness and presence to these areas, um, and and also to the um, the the lighter expressions of them, that um, we start to heal them and integrate them, and yeah, what I've seen is like, for example, it's like yeah, I have the capacity for. Um, dominance and control and um, manipulation and overgiving and overbearing and oversharing and victimization and victimizing and disempowering. I have the capacity for all of those things. And so rather than judge them or try to mask them, I bring my loving awareness and attention to them. And I, and I get curious, like, well, what, what's this about? And what I what I observe is that, well, it's like, oh, well, I just want, I just want love, I just want safety, I just want belonging, you know, I just want to be liked, I just want to feel safe, I just want to be expressed. And somewhere along the way, I got the idea that like that wasn't okay, you know, or it had to look a particular way. And so begins the journey of, you know, self-parenting, um, reconciliation, um, really just bringing the energy of love to to myself, to my instincts, to my expression, right? So I think, I think that's a piece of it. And then I think another piece is just, yeah, being aware and honoring the fact that we are dynamic. Um, beings you know we all embody the masculine and the feminine essence and you know begin to get curious about that what it looks like how it shows up in your life and what the secure form of that expression looks like versus the insecure form you know a question I sit with is well you know how would I be if I had all the love all the safety all the belonging, uh, like if my needs were totally met and I knew that I was completely taken care of, how would I move in the world as a result? Would I be manipulating? Would I be dominating? Would I be controlling, you know? Or would I be surrendering and empowering and giving and sharing and collaborating and, and, and organizing, you know? start to look at that, who, who do I, who are some examples of people who I perceive to embody a balanced, integrated, secure, healthy, masculine and feminine expression. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, maybe I wanna get curious about them and spend some time in their orbit and, and, you know, and, and receive some of that, that yum, you know <laughs> yeah thank you 
Beautiful, yummy, <clears throat> yummy response, uh, and very emotive as always, which I love. <laughs> um, yeah, I think as you were talking, I was thinking about like the, that balance, right? Because this question is all about balance. So, you know, there's so many analogies we can use here, but like I think of you know the 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 container and the substance. A container, let's let's call it the masculine energy, with nothing in it, it's just a container. There's literally no substance. It's just there. It's useless. It has no, it serves no purpose with without a substance. But yet the substance without a container is just going to leak everywhere and flow everywhere. And it also doesn't serve a purpose because it needs a container to hold it together. So this is again, you know, I want to reiterate the importance of we're not talking about one being more or or better than the other. It's really about finding that balance. Now the trick for me is I don't go through life thinking, oh, I need to find a balance. That's not how that's not how I operate, unfortunately. What I do know though is that my feelings will tell me when I'm out of balance. Mm. And so I, it's kind of like having the guardrails <clears throat> or the, the the rumble strips on the side of the highway. It's like you're driving and then all of a sudden you're like, like oh shit, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm out of balance somewhere. And it's not necessarily always like over over like I've gone wounded masculine. It's sometimes actually the wounded feminine. I've gone too far this way and I need more of that masculine energy, right? Um, so I think that's that's how I know. And then to get myself back, I just kind of ask myself questions. And Reno, you had asked some really good self-reflection questions there. Like ask myself, okay, what do I need? Um, and I think having knowledge of these concepts really does benefit me and you guys and anyone who does uh, subscribe to this, like the, the, the energies and the masculine and the feminine, it is really a... a almost a, a simple way to like ask yourself, okay, if I'm feeling this, then I need this. There's only two things there. There's it's dualistic one or the other. Uh, and it can, it can make things a lot more simple. So I think that's, that's my answer. The one way I see it come up for me time to time, time and time again, is that again, that need for control. I find myself in that controlly dewy space. It just comes very naturally to me. And then I learned, okay, I know what I need to do. I'm, I need to surrender. I need to play. I need to shut this down. I need to do something else. So uh, I'll leave it there for now. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? I think just one more thing, and that is that <clears throat> what's coming through right now as I'm listening to it is, um, you know, my mom just want my mom just wanted to be loved. And my mm. just wanted to be expressed. I remember my dad and I were in the car and we were having a conversation. No, it was actually, it was on the phone. And I said, dad, if you hadn't played basketball or gone into social work, what would you have done like for a living? Um, and he said, I would have been an actor. And I was shocked because he's like this six, four masculine, deep voice, like just your typical man's man dude. And I was like, really dad? Okay. Um, but what I started to see was his humanity and the ways in which he was projecting that like oppression and repression onto me all those years mm. wanted to be expressed, you know, and my mom with her sort of manipulative tendencies, you know, overgiving, oversharing, overbearing, etc. What I saw was like, oh, mom just wanted to be loved. You know, she just wanted to be loved. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really powerful to just like reflect on that. And notice the part of you that just wants to be expressed, part of you that just wants to be loved, and to see that in other people as well, the part of others that probably when they're acting kind of funny and out of balance, it's like, yeah, they probably just need some love and mm. they just want to be expressed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. That's beautiful life advice for everyone out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all just we all just want that, right? To be seen, heard, and loved. Safety. True. 
All right, guys. Matt, did you want to add anything else? No, just lots You're of good? love for you guys. Yeah. My, my heart right. feels full, as it yeah. always does when we do these. So thank you. Yeah, this, these have been two great topics. So again, guys, if you didn't listen to the first one, please go back and listen to masculinity as well, expressing your masculinity. Okay, um, and while you're at it, give us five stars. Uh, if you've loved what, we, what we've created here today, um, leave comments. So if you're watching us on YouTube, hi, and please leave us a comment. Uh, you know, tell us how do you express your, your feminine energy? Um, yeah, let us know what you think there. Um, and then... Uh, don't forget to join us uh, on the last Thursday of the month for uh, the conversation in the Gay Men's Brotherhood. And for all of your other needs on the Gay Men's Brotherhood and Gay Men Going Deeper, please go to GayMensBrotherhood.com. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.